Hello and welcome to On Walking the Way. The topic today is desiring a better country. Now from the start, I've determined to steer this podcast away from politics, so I apologize if this title hints at politics. My point for today will not be political. It will be anti-political, in fact, if there even is such a thing. The question of who is in charge has been eternally answered for Christians. Jesus is the king, now and forever. However, it's easy to say, Jesus is Lord, or Jesus is the King of Kings when we're around Christians. Today I want to talk about what those statements look like as we live and interact with this world. When we explore the theological part of our brains, we understand phrases like, Jesus is Lord. But as we live our lives, day after day, we often find a long line of other, quote, Lords, that want to direct our actions. We're constantly tempted to seek help from the nearest tangible source. We pray, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But what are we asking when we pray for this? Now there seem to be two perspectives on this. One is passive and the other active, even aggressive. Are we to wait passively and Pray for Jesus to return and end all of this suffering? Or are we to actively bring about this kingdom through direct action? The answer is a qualified both. In Hebrews 11, we're given a list of faithful people through history and we're told that they had one thing in common. Their hope was in a future city, a future country. This country is not a man-made place. It's a place whose designer and builder is God. Let me give you a couple quotes from it. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. And a little later on, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. After reading this, you might think, so it is a passive thing. We just hope in God for a better future. But the ancient faithful did not wait passively. They did things in faith because of their hope for the future that only God can bring. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus tells us that we are to be salt and light in this world as we wait. Salt gives flavor and is a preservative, and light allows the world to see. Last week, we talked about wisdom, a wisdom from above that guides our words and directs our actions. This week, we need to resist the double temptation of becoming either bunker Christians and doing nothing, or activist Christians who think we can, through our efforts alone, bring about the kingdom of God on earth. Instead, the path of Jesus is to use each opportunity we are given to be salt and light to this world. We need to speak the truth in love and bear witness to the reality of God's kingdom through our actions, all the while living in the hope 
that a better country uh, will be brought about by Jesus and God will be its builder. There are many voices in this world that would silence us and many desires in our own hearts that would dilute or even negate our testimony of Jesus. Faith and hope in the coming city of God will give us the courage to speak and act in love when everything else argues against it. And wisdom, the wisdom from above, helps us know when, where, and how to act. This week, we need to pray for wisdom and courage so that we may all live as faithful witnesses to the reality of God's kingdom. I'll leave you with an encouragement from Paul in his letter to the Colossians. If, then, you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, for you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Have a great week.